Last week, someone said to me, I've read your book. It's great. It's so long and comprehensive. It must have taken you ages to write. I don't know how you do it all. And this brought a smile to my face as I thought of all the huge hurdles and challenges I had with the book. It wasn't plain sailing at all. Listening to this episode to hear the challenges of an epic content project and how I overcame them. Welcome to the Content 10X Podcast, the show where content creators learn how to harness the power of content repurposing. And now, your host, Amy Woods. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Content 10X Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Woods, the founder of Content 10X, and this episode is about overcoming obstacles when it comes to big content projects. And in this case, I'm sharing some stories about my book that I think you'll find really interesting. Now, if you ever think that my content seems forever flowing and effortless, then think again, because even though I'm fortunate to have a wonderful creative team because I run a creative agency, it's still not plain sailing. Now, last week, I celebrated one year of the book being published, and I still can't believe it's been a year, and it's certainly not been the year I or anyone was expecting. And it was also the third birthday of the podcast, so lots and lots of content created over the past three years. And when I shared content about all of this last week, someone said to me something along the lines of, you know, I've read your book, it's brilliant, and I was surprised just how unbelievably comprehensive it is. It must have taken you ages to write, and I don't know how you do it all. And I also got a comment about the audiobook too, which was along of, wow, I can't believe that you recorded the entire audiobook yourself in your own voice. Now this all got me thinking that I should share some behind the scenes of this content creation. There were some big and unexpected hurdles and obstacles that I came across with the publishing of the book and it certainly wasn't plain sailing. So firstly deadlines and fitting it all in and the pressure. Now when I decided to write the book this came out of lots of encouragement from my mentor Chris Ducker. I was in his mastermind and he really gave me the challenge to write a book. I think this was around March 2018 when we had our first in-person meetup as part of the program I was on with Chris. So I was fully bought into this. I embarked on writing the book. I planned out the sections and the chapters and essentially I started writing in kind of March, April 2018. And when it came to writing the book, it was 100% me. I didn't involve anyone in my business because, you know, it was my book written by me and I saw it more as kind of a personal passion projects really. So I started writing when I could. There was no time to do that in the core working hours of the day when I was running the business, working with the team, working with clients. So the writing happened during the early mornings. I started getting up really early to get even just half an hour, an hour or two in, in the early mornings. I was working late into the night as well. I was working at weekends too, and really just getting in time to write whenever I could. I even remember being by the side of the swimming pool as my kids had swimming lessons writing the book. So lots of time and effort went into that, but it was a very, very, very stop and start. So often I would 
start reading what I'd written before, before I'd continue writing anything new. And I'd spend more time rewriting what I'd written before than writing anything new. And I think probably a writing coach would say that's not a great idea, but that's what I ended up doing. And the business got really busy, lots of new clients, new projects, which is absolutely fantastic. But then the book had to go on the back burner. And sometimes it would be kind of two, three weeks had gone by and had not even had a chance to glance at the book. And I think I had a deadline in my head of having this book complete by the end of that year, by the end of 2018. But by about November time, I was only halfway through the book. So there was no chance of that. And at the start of 2019, I just remember putting myself under so much pressure to get this book completed. And I was really stressed out about it. And at that point, I gave myself a really, really good talking to. I took a step back and realized the book will be ready when it's ready. And it's not worth killing myself over. It's not worth aspects of the business suffering and it's not worth me not spending time with my family because of it. So I needed to really get a grip and develop a realistic timeline for the book and tell myself that, you know, no one is expecting this book in their hands on a given day. So I'm not letting anyone down. So I think a big tip that I just want to pass on here is if you're embarking on something similar, writing a book or any big content or passion project like that then if it's not you know directly linked to your business like serving your clients and you're going to be letting anyone down and there's not a specific kind of strategic ROI attached to it that means that you need to get it done in a certain time then just be kind to yourself with the deadlines that you set and get perspective if you start to get stressed out about it which which was happening to me. I gave myself the challenge to turn up to Podcast Movement in August 2019 with copies of the book in my hand. So this was going to be the soft launch of the book where you could pre-order the book and just lots and lots of build up and show people, you know, the front page and have copies of it. And I was going to Podcast Movement anyway to speak and I was also exhibiting in the, uh, you know, in the exhibition hall. So I had a stand there as well. So it made really great sense to me, but I <laughs> say it made sense, but this is then tip number two, which is to try not to coincide big projects together. So as I mentioned, I was speaking at this event, I was exhibiting, and then I decided to do this soft launch of my book as well, which in hindsight was way too much to do in one go and quite stressful because it's really hard planning a talk. I was delivering a new talk. So I was planning that. I was creating the slides for it and just, you know, getting that talk ready. It's also really hard planning to exhibit an event as well. You've got to plan out the banners and what you might give to people as handouts and just the entire logistics of exhibiting events can be really quite time consuming and there's a lot to do. So then I added on top of that to have my book, you know, complete, published, printed and ready to show people. And this really reminds me of the year where I moved house, got engaged and married and went through this big promotion process at my job at the time, which was a bit like running a presidential campaign. So I had these huge, big kind of life events that all happened in the space of about six months and it was too much in one go. And that's exactly what I felt like I'd done here from a business side. So try and manage your big project deadlines and don't take too much on to complete everything at the same time. Hey, just a little break from this podcast episode to ask you a question. 
Would you like one single place that you can go to that provides you with everything you need to be able to implement the best practices in content repurposing for your video content, your podcast episodes, and your social media content today? To help you get more value from the content that you create, get more time back, and help you reach more people than you ever thought possible. If so, then you are going to love the Content 10X Toolkit. The toolkit is full of video tutorials, templates, checklists, swipe files, step-by-step -step guides, and more that shows you how to repurpose your content in the best ways possible today. No more Googling, no more figuring it out yourself. We provide you with everything that you need to become a content repurposing pro. If this sounds like something that would interest you, then go check out the Content 10X Toolkit at content10x.com forward slash toolkit. Okay, I'm back to this week's episode. And there was another big challenge with the book. So when I'd finished my book, it was all there in a Google Doc. The whole manuscript was there in a Google Doc. And I also had a Word version of it as well. And it was ready to become a Kindle version and paperback. So I hired someone to help me get it to market and get it into the Kindle format. And she was absolutely fantastic and did a really great job on that side of things. But to get the book into paperback, that was a lot harder. So the lady who was helping me didn't really have any expertise, particularly in that. So she'd given me this word template that she thought could be used, but for my book, it just didn't work. This, this word template made a book about a thousand pages long. It was gonna be thicker than War and Peace and it just wasn't right. And I discovered that I really needed to put the manuscript into Adobe Illustrator and get the interior design properly and make it look really, really good. Now, my creative team could have done this, but they were maxed out because I mentioned that we were preparing to exhibit a podcast movement and they were helping with my speaker slides and things like that. We had client work too. So the deadlines was tight. I needed this turned into the Illustrator format within the space of maybe like three days or something like that, if I was going to get the deadline to be able to take these books to podcast movement and just... I announced this soft launch now. So I really wanted to work to that deadline. So I found someone on Upwork who was uh, supposedly an expert in paperback book designs and formatting and specifically in taking Word manuscripts or Google Doc manuscripts and putting them into Illustrator. So you know, I worked with this guy, we had a really tight deadline and he didn't have the skills at all that he said he had. It was a constant back and forward as he made all these mistakes with misalignments and page numbers wrong, inconsistency in design, but it was all very civil. You know, I realized that I really just needed to work with this guy to get the work done and it came together in the end. So off I went to Podcast Movement, I had the copies of the book, we did the soft launch, you know, people could pre-order the book now on Amazon, and that was all fantastic. But then when I got back from the event, I was flicking through the book, and I saw this swear word, and actually quite an explicit sentence in the book, which absolutely wasn't there, I hadn't put that there. And the long story short is the guy who helped me with the conversion of the book into Illustrator decided to sabotage my book, and he put this explicit phrase in there and obviously I was absolutely horrified um, thank god the book wasn't on general release and I could still fix this but still it was crazy now he admitted that he did it but he said he didn't do it deliberately and it was just a slip of the finger on the keys which obviously wasn't true because it was a coherent sentence that he'd added in there but there was really no comeback and Upwork didn't care either so that's my experiences with Upwork so 
we had to fix this. So I had to go through the entire book really, really closely and check if he hadn't put any other words in there that shouldn't be there and just sabotage the book in some way. So that was a very, very frustrating thing that happened. And I guess my lesson there is to be more careful with the people that you hire for certain tasks. Now, luckily from that point onwards, I worked with my team and they got into Illustrator and we sorted the book out. But this then moves on to the final challenge that I had. So thankfully, I decided to record the audiobook, and that meant reading the entire book out word for word. So this was perfect for that review that I needed to do after we discovered that sabotage. And it also helped me change lots of aspects of the book as well. So a change and lots of things are spotted as you read in word for word through a book when you read in an audiobook. Now, I recorded the audiobook at a professional recording studio thanks to my friends at Rebel based media who are quite close to me and have this wonderful studio and I went there to do my first full day of recording for the book and it was so so hard even though I'm a podcaster and I thought I would find it you know fairly straightforward I'm used to talking to a microphone but it was so hard to talk continuously to have high energy levels and sound enthusiastic and just to to be reading out all the time as well quite draining very very intense and you have to keep re-recording things as well Then after my first full day of recording, I think I got about 60 pages into the book and I realized I would probably have another five or so full days back in the studio, but it felt like a big accomplishment and, you know, I'd done the first chapters of the book. Now, the only problem was when I was leaving the studio, it was discovered that nothing had actually been recorded from what I'd been doing all day. Now, this is no reflection whatsoever on rebel-based media at all. This was a malfunction of the equipment, but also I think it was human error as well. And by human error, I mean me, and I wasn't operating the equipment correctly, I don't think. And that's what caused the recording to just not work. So I'm not going to lie, I wanted to cry. It was a really, really awful situation to be in. And I guess my lesson here, is just to roll with the punches. I could have decided an audio box wasn't necessary because I'm just not going to go back and start from word one all over again. Um, but, you know, tech mix-ups can happen. Rogue freelancers can happen. You just have to stay focused on your goals. So as you can see, so many ups and downs of bringing this book to market, the, the Kindle, the paperback, the audiobook had problems in all different areas. So this week's episode, I guess it hasn't been the usual focus on content repurposing, but I really just wanted to share with you the ups and downs that I had with publishing a book. And I'm sure you can relate with perhaps the ups and downs that you've had with content projects too. The key thing is you'll get there in the end, stay focused. I learned not to put myself under too much stress and too much pressure with deadlines and to be kind to myself when it comes to that side of things. Don't try to do too much at once. Don't bundle too many big you know, occasions and milestones in your business together at the same time. <laughs> um, be careful with who you get help from as well. And also, you know, things like tech mishaps will happen. So you just have to roll with punches when that happens. Now, if you have an epic journey to share from a piece of content that you created, then I'd love to know what that is. So please do share it with me. Message me on LinkedIn or Instagram, Twitter. I'm at Content10X on all the social media platforms. 
So thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. There's been lots of talk about the book. If you don't have your copy of the book yet, then please do head to content10x.com forward slash book or just search content 10x on Amazon. And of course, if you want help with your content repurposing, then do check out our fully end-to-end content repurposing service at content10x.com. You'll find everything about what we do over there. So thank you so much for listening. Have a great day and I'll catch you in the next episode. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed that discussion and thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoy the Content 10X podcast, then why not hit that subscribe button on your podcast listening app of choice so that you can get updated when new episodes are released. And I'd really, really appreciate it if you could leave a review as well. That really makes a difference for the podcast. Also, please do get a copy of my book, Content 10X, More Content, Less Time, Maximum Results. It is the ultimate guide to repurposing every type of content and it's available on Amazon in Kindle and paperback and also in audiobook as well and you can head to content10x.com forward slash book to find all the other places that you can get a copy of my book. And if you would like us to do your content repurposing for you, then we offer a fully end-to-end done-for-you content repurposing service. This is for podcasters and video content creators. We have our Podcast 10X, Video 10X, and also our specific LinkedIn 10X service, helping you to become the leading authority in your industry on LinkedIn. You can find out so much more about our services on our website. And also, please do give me a follow on the social media platform forms. I share lots and lots of tips and advice on social media about content repurposing. I'm at Content10x on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And if you try content10x.com forward slash LinkedIn, you'll find my LinkedIn profile over there as well. All that's left to say is thank you so much for listening to this week's episode and I'll catch you in the next one.